go with the beginner's mind when you're talking to someone and start listening and mm-hmm. keep listening to every word when one someone is speaking mm-hmm. be interested in them and then that open up the conversation that's your different single differentiator you don't have to learn from anyone life is an endless stream of challenges but no worries manuj is bringing the world's best minds right here for you my gosh manuj you just blew my mind Thank you, universe. Manoush, thank you. I'm so grateful. It makes me feel a bit better. Thank you. Bootstrapping Your Dreams is here to give you what you need to succeed. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. I'm your host, Manoush Agarwal, and today we'll be talking with Mohamed Siddiqui. Mohamed is a very dynamic personality and um, he helps businesses create joint ventures and provides um, um many different types of services to entrepreneurs in a very unique way so let's uh, get to know uh, mohammed and see um what he's up to and um what his journey uh, so far has been like welcome mohammed thank you so much manoj for the opportunity to be with you and share the message with your audience awesome my story so- i have a humble beginning just like everybody else Uh yeah please let's start there with the humble beginnings and uh, see how far you have come you know five brothers two sisters and of course uh, humble beginning countryside in a remote village in pakistan mm-hmm. and in my whole village no, no one went to even a master degree at a university level you know that's very typical in developing emerging nations all over the world absolutely and i was fortunate enough to kind of self made with the support of uh, your few friends and your parents prayers and everyone else mm-hmm. i did a master in computer science from the top university in pakistan kaizam university islamabad that was a huge achievement for you know at least in my own opinion you know absolutely absolutely and then i migrated to canada in 96 and i had no money to for many immigrants you know so i borrowed very from good friend even for my airline ticket mm-hmm. and when you come here english communication everything you have to relearn a new learning all together and many yeah, the biggest part is we have to unlearn many things what we do over <laughs> yeah <there>. that's true <laughs> unlearning is the biggest learning you yeah, know yeah exactly and then 20 years later i am publisher of three multiple business magazine billionaire mentor magazine and i have over 70 800 people works uh, with in my collaborative environment all over the world mm-hmm. and we help uh, clients to take their message to connect to show it to their connected audience uh, and uh, help them to promote i'm highly blessed i have failed way more than you can expect i'm sure yeah, you probably have a question yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so that that is a uh, awesome um, obviously an awesome uh, achievement uh, coming from where you're coming from and i can relate to that because i have a very similar background as well now uh, tell me one thing um, it's very interesting that you went into computer science and now you are in a very different field i mean being an engineer myself uh again uh, there is a lot of similarity between your journey because i know that engineers are not cut out to uh you know be on podcast and talking about business and and things of that nature so how did that transition happen for you 
we started a company in 97. In fact, I joined someone else. He offered me 10%. I asked him the question. I said, what I have to do to earn my 50-50 status? And we were a partner at 50-50 level after achieving, delivering those milestones in six months. Mm-hmm. Then we were in business for 12 years together. Mm-hmm. And in that one, business development was my role. I have to do the techie stuff and plus a little bit of business development. We did e-commerce business. We sold for millions of dollars, even when Google AdWord was one cent a click, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good days. And then once we, we sold that company in 2008 and then figure it out, I kind of, you know, do the postmortem of your own skills where I failed, where I could have done better. And then see that my biggest, we were the number one from 30 companies competing globally. Mm-hmm. And I said, what was my differentiator was building a relationship with your vendors, key clients, and they will not switch to your competitors for not for a price, you know, and they may switch for other things, you know. So relationship building was the key, you know, when I have to pick one thing, I say, you know what, now let me just focus from here onward, which I'm really good at it, when that has helped us for stake number one for 12 years, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like a complete transformation after that. Now the rest is history, what they say. That's great. And so, um, if, you know, I, I see, I think, uh, you know, even from our previous conversations, uh, you mentioned that, uh, and even uh, right now, you mentioned that you had to unlearn a lot of uh, uh, things around uh, mannerisms, uh, tone, communication, uh, the language itself. Uh, so given all those uh, hardships, how were you able to uh, build these relationships in such a way that it actually generated a lot of success, a lot of business for you. Um, because obviously, uh, you know, there are native speakers who have been here for generations. And uh, I see that even they struggle to build these kind of solid relationships. So what is different about your approach? I'm sure everyone has their own. And mine is go with the beginner's mind when you're talking to someone and start listening and mm-hmm. keep listening to every word when, when someone is speaking. Mm-hmm. Be interested in them. And then that open up the conversation. That's your different, single differentiator. You don't have to learn from anyone. Yeah, that yeah. was the biggest unlearning part on my side when it came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that is very important. I I really uh, admire that about you because uh, in all the conversations we've had, um, I sense that you know you focus a, a lot more on the other person, listening to their priorities, and even um, what you mentioned earlier when you got into a partnership rather than asking, hey, uh, how 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 can I take more? Your question was, how can I contribute more to earn that 50%, which is a very different approach than most people will take, isn't it? 100%. In fact, even you offer me a 1%, that's very generous of you. I have no idea how you look at even offering a 1%. <laughs> uh, that's because awesome. seeing is believing they need to see the results, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so let's come back uh, a little bit to your core business now. Let's talk about that. Like, how, so you you said that you have about seventy eight hundred people working in your ecosystem. So, what exactly is it that you do? Let's say you have an event. You want people to register to your event, and mostly let's pass because we are connected from LinkedIn. Let's talk about event on LinkedIn, like a webinar. And last two years, interesting time. We everything is a webinar right now. Mm-hmm. Even a meeting, this online video is a web meeting online. Mm-hmm. So now you want more people of your product interested 
possibly interested in your products and services, register for mm -hmm. your event. So you can have a webinar with 1,000 people, 2,000 people, 5,000 people mm -hmm. registered so that way you can sell more of it. That's what that is. Mostly people have a product or service to sell. However, attracting people to the interest who are interested in your products or services is another skill. That's where we specialize in. You know, we, in fact, today I have a webinar later today, over 2000 people registered in like a week time. You know, so that's great. That's great. So tell me how things have changed uh, in the past two years. Obviously, you know, we don't want to uh, uh, talk about the pandemic, but it has had an impact on the business and how business is done. So what are your uh, observations and how does uh, your approach and LinkedIn specifically help uh, people in this new world that we are living in now? Even you are in direct marketing, direct marketing message, hey, you know, click on this link and do this. Mm -hmm. Be empathic, empathy, show an empathy for everything, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a language change mm -hmm. in the last two years because people have gone through so much of it. Reality is people go through so much of it in even a regular time, okay? Yeah. This is a very special time right now. Mm -hmm. Even though you want to be so direct, just take a one step back. Yeah, yeah. Tone it down, you know? So that has changed a lot. Direct marketing messages are not working to I that see, level it used I to be. That's language change. You know? that's, that's, that's a very good insight. Um, uh, but what about, um, have you seen any uh, difference in terms of physical events where, you know, people used to do business, um, going to trade shows, conferences, and uh, now even though live events are coming back, I mean, I still feel that people are hesitant to go to these live events and they're not even being held at that uh, level of frequency and, and scale. What are your observations on that? So far, I have only attended one event <clears throat> almost over a month ago. Mm. Experience was amazing because it's so exclusive. You're not, yeah. They are not inviting everybody to be that event. They are only yeah. inviting invitation only and just kind of talking to one-to-one -to -one them. One-to-one yeah. -to -one and then kind of see there's a match. Then let's invite this person. So I would say it will be a hybrid event from here mm. onward. That's my mm. view. Mm. Being involved in events business for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will do online and also in person because some people will feel comfortable. Some people are feeling comfortable right now to attend in person. Yeah, some yeah, may yeah. feel comfortable two years from now. Some may never feel. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So from here onward, the event business is hybrid. You will have option to go in person where you pay a lot more because you have that experience. And uh, some will just attend the live, you know, yeah, online. So so obviously in the in this environment you know um uh, platforms like linkedin will be very important for lead generation and and generating new business business development and, and those type of things i feel like people are not um you know most people don't realize the power of these platforms especially now that things are moving virtual uh what are your observations uh, have you noticed any trend changes in there are people more aware of it Yes, LinkedIn is very powerful because it has a lot of engagement as compared to in the past being online. In fact, that helped me to start. I started a growth hacking secrets meetup. We meet every week, Monday, 3 p.m. East Coast, mm -hmm. where we just answer LinkedIn questions. Mm -hmm. There's no like a training, blah, 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 blah. No, mm -hmm. 
I'm sure you already know something. You're stuck at somewhere. Why not you just share it? You know, what's your challenge? Maybe someone in that, like a mastermind, a small mastermind. Mm-hmm. And I know thing or two. I probably share. I can help. Mm-hmm. So we all are contributing to that one. That's really working very well. And that plus, you know, that really bridge the gap between us. Just being an online and silo working from home and not talking to somebody who, how you outreach to someone when you have a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about challenges. So let's say if you know if somebody wants to start, uh, 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 you know, start prospecting on LinkedIn or or uh, uh, develop business on LinkedIn. What are some of the challenges they may run into? A lot of them. Number one, don't go with the position from a mindset. Oh, I'm going to send us hundred messages to someone, mm-hmm. and one percent will buy, one will buy, and thousand dollar I will earn a thousand dollar. Just example. Don't yeah, do this. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it won't work. Yeah. Go with the position of understanding what challenge they are having and see if there is something you may know someone in your network. Yeah, you can make yeah. the introduction to go from that angle. Even your message should be from that angle. I see. That will help you to open more conversations. Mm-hmm. And those conversations will potentially lead to more business what you are anticipating at the first place. It's just yeah, a different yeah. approach. That's the number one challenge. Uh-huh. Second challenge is follow the rule number one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very important. Absolutely. Third one is revise your message, tone it down, be a human being instead of uh-huh. just a salesperson. That's great. That's great. And so, can you share some of the success stories um, that you've had or being part of uh, using this approach? As I said, we, we run so many events. Uh, in fact, let's talk about today's event. We One of our clients came a few weeks ago, it's a very recent one. They say we are looking for people who want to build wealth for you know three thousand percent, three hundred percent in re- real estate. Uh, I said we can do the event for you and see how many people are interested in instead of messaging one to one. And we they kind of you know, posted the event on LinkedIn and you invite people to the LinkedIn uh, that event if they are interested they will register. If they are not interested they won't register. So there's no bad feeling of any. I'm just sharing an event with someone. You know. Yeah. And in like a couple of weeks, we got 2,000 plus people interested in. That's just one. We have another one that the 5,000 plus people registered for the event you know, in, in, in a month time. So it, it's really great when someone is looking for their solution and someone has their solution, you come up with a very creative way to make that marriage happen. Basically, that's what that is. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's talk about... Um... Let's talk about, uh, you know, how do you differentiate yourself? I mean, obviously, there are a lot of people uh, offering similar services. They are offering, you know, um, uh, hosting webinars, generating leads and things of that nature. So how do you differentiate yourself uh, from the competition? We differentiate. We understand what, where you're coming from. Track record of, uh, you know, like a couple of decades experience, hundreds of hundreds, maybe over a thousand video testimonies from clients. Mm-hmm. And we we produce results. If we don't produce results for any reason, mm-hmm. you give me a hundred dollars, I only produce results for a fifty dollars and I give you the remaining fifty dollars back. That's mm-hmm. a guaranteed no if and buts, you know. That's the level of clarity we have attached to the results. People are looking for results, you know. The best part is uh, you give us your, here is my ideal client. We mm-hmm. only invite people to ideal clients. Only. I see, I see. That's it. I see. 
You are listening to Bootstrapping Your Dreams show with Manoj Agarwal. Businesses face numerous challenges like finding the right product market fit, determining the market size, implementing a winning go-to-market strategy, crafting customer-centric USP, competitive analysis, looking for funding, building up cash flow and profitability. We have made a lot of free resources available to the entrepreneurial community, including this podcast. This podcast. We invite you to check out our websites and follow us on social channels. The links are in the show notes. We hope you find the resources useful and utilize them to grow your business. Grow your business. We also have some programs for entrepreneurs. If you find our content useful, then you will definitely find the programs outstanding so do check them out now l- let's talk about your uh, business setup which is also quite unique uh, in the sense that it's a very decentralized model from what i understand um so can you tell us how did you come up with that model where uh, first let's share with the audience like how do you how do you structure your teams and uh, how geographically distributed your your setup is we are in maybe 20 plus countries mm-hmm. geographically mm-hmm. and because if you can see my book mm-hmm. there is on the back yeah 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 new success secrets mm-hmm. how to build run and manage unstoppable success teams mm-hmm. that's my skill set mm-hmm. because biggest mistake i done when i started alone that's mm-hmm. how i learned you know you can't really be successful on your own yeah, yeah. and we in uh, all the projects are run by teams and mm-hmm. each team has six people and plus one lead or manager six I plus see. one that's the goal nice. that's the optimal size of the team mm-hmm. and they only work on one project at one time they have nothing no distraction of any other kind and they I cannot see. even have a conversation with me or with anybody else except their own project I is that a level of clarity and focus needed I that is secret to creating a success level we have and, and still we fail just so i want to make sure yeah however we own our failures we don't blame anybody in fact i yeah. take all the blame i'm okay with that i don't mind yeah. every yeah. failure no. is a lesson you know that's awesome uh, that's that's a great leadership quality to have uh, you know to to be able to uh, accept those uh, mistakes as your own and um, uh and and uh, not become uh, authoritative leader where uh, authoritative leaders only take the uh you know the glory not not share the blame right yeah. no when in fact when is a success credit goes to the team if it doesn't work i take all the blame um, that's my role basically i work for my people you know not for people think i work for a client that's true is however if my my internal clients are not happy guess what clients will never get what they want that's right that's right that's so um how how do you like you know a lot of people like uh, the 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 reason why i'm asking this is like because uh, my setup is similar like my company is geographically distributed um i have never even met um, you know most of my team members uh, in person uh, but i am also involved in many other businesses where they struggle to keep uh, create a culture uh, you know keep the team teams working together and and not have any politics involved even when they are uh, you know sitting next to each other now of course you know uh, things have changed people are going hybrid and remote but even from the same city from the same culture same background it is very difficult for people to uh, lead in such a way that people work together collaborate together and now you are telling me that you know your team is distributed in 20 countries 
coming from different cultures, different backgrounds, perhaps different languages. How do you maintain that culture? How do you maintain that uniformity and that cohesiveness between your people? First, we train them. For every project, there's a little training. Training could be one hour, one week, one month. Doesn't it's based on the project, by the way, you know. So and then we say, okay, now you are a team. Here is the task, and you are always going to discuss only this thing together. And every conversation is happening in the group, not in one-to-one private chats, inboxes, DMs, nothing. Mm-hmm. Whatever is your whole working, you are successful as a team only. One person, I did this, the other person didn't do it. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's not even one person has not done it. Whole team has not delivered the results. That takes a culture. By the, it's a lot of unlearning when they come. Yeah. So that's why our initial onboarding is a little bit longer. You know, sometimes uh-huh. it's a month, sometimes it's more than few few months. But that's okay until they unlearn all those stuff, back yeah. backbiting, blah blah blah, politics, everything, religion differences. So many things we have in our life. Uh, yeah. Everybody has it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We help them to unlearn as much as possible, as fast as possible. Then they see, oh my, why they care about me this much? Now they <laughs> learn it. Now they have a space to actually receive. To receive yeah, yeah, something, yeah. we have to create a space first. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, um, are you telling me that there is absolutely no hierarchy between the teams and and you? Like, how do you how do you structure it in such a way to manage such a large team? Yeah. So a hierarchy is a <clears throat> six people, one lead. And if project is big, big enough, then there's six people, one lead, six people, one lead, six people, one lead, and then there's a manager. Manager is managing the leads and leads. Are, that, that's okay. the whole structure. There's only that's two great. levels. That's know? great. And so um, uh, what about recruitment? You know, we are hearing a lot of news about the great resignation. People are not, uh, they don't want to work anymore. Uh, you know, they are looking for uh, other options, uh, other career paths. Uh, what has been your experience in the last few uh, months in terms of recruitment, growing your team, finding the talent? I have not noticed that much uh, because we are only attracting people who are performance driven, not a salary driven alone. Mm-hmm. Compensation mm-hmm. is a good part of it, of course. Yeah. However, it has to be impact driven mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, Zig Ziglar said, help enough number of people to get what they want, you will get what you want. Yeah, yeah, our yeah. whole team model is based on that one. So uh-huh. the, you have to believe, it's like a, almost like a belief system in producing uh-huh. results only, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So once once you attract those type of people, you won't find challenges. They, in fact, they won't even leave you. you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that is great. Now, you brought up a very important point about this, you know, uh, providing impact and uh, uh, just attracting the right kind of people and um, from our previous conversations we delved into that a little bit uh, from what i understand you are a avid reader and uh, enthusiast of psychology and i uh, like can you share a, a little bit of your experience i may be under uh, under quoting it uh, you may you may please uh, shed uh, some light on that i am a reader of people so you know i understand try to understand as much as i would say by having a lot more conversation than average person. You know, I interview 10 to 12 people every day, not every day. When I do, I do a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. this year alone in 2021, I have interviewed over 600 people already. So, and, and counting. So even today I have interviewed. So yeah. that's my reading. Uh-huh. My reading is the actual people who come from the different experience. Yeah. 
yeah. I, even though i am author of a book publicly let me admit i am not a very good reader Mm-hmm. Even though the leaders are readers, yes, that's correct. However, I decided to learn from the experience of the real person. That's amazing. So, so tell us, um, you know, because I, uh, I find it on every point as we are going through it. I'm, I, I feel like I think, you know, I have the same philosophy. I have the same philosophy. So rather than repeating it, uh, you know, we have similar background, similar sort of trajectory, similar understanding. Tell us. how these conversations affect you how how do you read people what what does it give you in terms of a skill set that you can take back apply in your business and attract the i mean it's all about humans i mean we all know business is all about humans but tell us your methodology how these conversations actually help you to increase your business so the learning start from the quality of the questions you ask people mm-hmm. so it's not the answer is almost irrelevant Mm-hmm. okay so mm-hmm. better question you ask you get a better answer if you ask a generic question you get a, almost like a dumb answer you know mm-hmm. so i have to come up with a better and better questions every time that's how my learning gets better so I see, I see. to learn you have responsibility stays on you you have yeah, yeah, to come up with better questions absolutely and failures how they go when this kind of feel you know in the down in the life and cycle how they come up you know that that give you a lot of learning because when you interview let's say 100 people in in a month so now you know how 100 ways to back come back you know yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely so and how do you i hope you're finding the question quality of my questions uh, adequate oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, i'm saying to the person who is watching this you know because that absolutely there's no magic magic is only you have to do the work you know yeah so yeah yeah believe in so, so that, that's a very good insight you know obviously um that was just a joke but uh, yeah i mean talking to more people gives you very very different insights about certain situations the ups and downs in life which we all experience right so uh, there could not not be a better uh, source of uh, wisdom than talking to uh, people who have done it and and are ready to share Uh, but that brings up another question like when you interview people they are you know most people are who you interview must be like they have crossed a certain threshold of success they are a little bit more extroverted they are not very shy to come on camera talk about their life how do you apply that uh, that knowledge while hiring say uh, a fresher or a, or a graduate with 2 years of experience uh, who may not know or have that kind of life experience are these things transferable or how do you interpret them to apply it in 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 a different area of your business before my team this is a very good question manoj before they start working on a project they watch my 50 100 interviews okay they know my questions so they learn so much of that mm. and here is the secret don't share with anyone because okay. youtube already so <laughs> if they don't like my questions they not like my learning style they will leave it in the middle yeah 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 yeah, yeah that, so that way it. and they now the most of them they want to be a host like me why because mm-hmm. they trained through the same process you know yeah yeah, yeah. So, which is a good thing you know because absolutely as far as we are having a conversation with all over the world with a different background we will learn a lot we will have a we agree to disagree however still carry on the conversation my believe mm-hmm. is once whole world start talking to each other 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a zero war of any kind. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. All about having a conversation. You know, you don't have to agree with everything. You can still carry on the conversation. Mm, that's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, so uh, now let's talk about. Uh, you know, you you said um, you've had many challenges in your career, and um, I'm sure you made some mistakes as well. I think you you touched upon that uh, slightly earlier. But can you share some of the important lessons you have learned or mistakes that you made that you absolutely avoid now uh, as you build new businesses or go about uh, uh, you know helping others uh, grow their business manoj this answer will give you many books to write you know so <laughs> that's a, that's huge list is huge if you have let's say if i have to pick a top 3 yeah 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 not starting early enough ah that's the number 1 everybody can relate to that whenever you are thinking to start something do not sit on it yeah prepare yourself take a decision go for it i sat on that for a number of years mm-hmm. that's not that's a mistake okay number two second mistake is i have done it i'm just sharing mine not having a mentor early enough mm-hmm. i had a mentor for the last 20 years i wish i had it for 30 years you know so when i tr- track my success or my progress in first 10 years and with the mentor and without a mentor there's a leap difference you know mm. so not having a mentor early enough mm. and the third one you, you... thinking of going alone ah, okay. yeah this. you mentioned that you mentioned yeah. that never ever think in fact i will slap on my face how when i think not now of course yeah. i'm talking about the past Yeah, yeah. So uh, no I will do it this one 100% will be mine uh-huh. guess what 100% zero is zero <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so are you are you meaning to say like this is uh, about building partnerships in business or or building a team around you um of of uh, uh, good employees and things like that all of the above okay. whatever works for you somebody could be a partner in your business somebody have a symbiotic relationship where do you only share the project a joint venture mm-hmm. and they take a x you take a x however everyone has their independent entity there's no conflict of in fact after 20 years of actual partnerships and great experience most of them i i learned my my recent mentor right now is mr oh he's 11 billion dollar guy he says don't have a partner in entity at, mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. have a symbiotic relationship you yeah, know yeah yeah Yeah. that's a new learning for me and i'm learning like just like i was learning 30 yeah, yeah, years ago yeah. no yeah so l- let's talk about mentors now so you brought up that uh, important point now what specifically how specifically does a mentor help because uh you know a lot of people say mostly uh, again you know talking about people who have had uh say 10 years of experience they've had decent amount of success our human mind tends to think that you know once you have crossed a certain threshold that i know everything and um, i i why do i need a mentor or you know that it's also uh, also like um, uh, being, being admit admitting to to your own limitations if you say oh i need a mentor so have you experienced that in other people and what specifically does a mentor help and and uh, please share some uh, some thoughts on that yeah the mentorship is is very very something happened here one second so i apologize mm-hmm. so mentorship is 
very powerful thing however mostly people choose the wrong mentor mm. they cannot identify the right mentor for themselves mm. they think i don't need it why because they don't know how to pick the right one they don't know their own weaknesses mm. you cannot read a label from inside the jar yeah someone coming from the outer like a telescopic view they mm. can tell exactly i was an introvert mm. like 50% 100% shy person somebody asked me a name and then i said oh my god he's going to ask me some other question just tell the name quickly Yeah, yeah. leave uh-huh. and i learned i picked up i said that's my weakness you know mm. i identified my weakness mm. then i learned from alex mandozian he has 1.2 million students worldwide mm. so and i learned from him he put me on a kind of camera and talking to you right now i would not have been here at all in fact you would not have even sent me an invitation <laughs> that's the impact of having the mentor great great then awesome. i then i generated millions of dollars online and then now i want to go to millions to next b yeah now yeah. i have a mentor who is 11 billion dollar guy you need to have a mentor who has already traveled that path himself or herself yeah, yeah, yeah. and plus the second thing they have the experience of transforming transformation of people like yourself yeah. taking at your level to moving to that level where you want to go absolutely you need to interview your mentors do not just look at their facebook or instagram pictures yeah, yeah. and your knee and just go yeah very important points very a, a great insights you have shared thank you so much uh, mohammed uh, so before i let you go can you tell us how people can reach out and connect with you if they want to yeah meetsidiq.com m e e t s i d d i q u e dot com that yeah. probably will give you hundreds of testimonials and everything and then there's probably place to click on the calendar to have a conversation with me mohammed sidi from atlanta georgia you can also search me on linkedin and that's awesome so we'll put those links in the show notes yeah absolutely absolutely thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much manoj i really enjoyed it hey i'm sarah producer of the bootstrapping your dreams show bootstrapping your dreams show This episode has come to an end. Don't forget to check out the episode show notes for the links to the resources mentioned in this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Until the next episode, goodbye. Keep going and keep winning.